Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Now We're Talking. I'm Rob Danish from the University of Waterloo, and this is a podcast about communication skills. This is episode 99 of Now We're Talking. And so for this episode, I'm going to talk about something I've been avoiding talking about for like 100 episodes, but figure it's it's about time. And that's one of the simplest rules of making presentations, especially for leaders who want to make persuasive presentations. Uh, it's called the 10-20-30 the rule. Um, it was popularized by a guy named Guy Kawasaki, um, who's listened to hundreds of entrepreneurs looking for funding. And uh, he's noted for saying that most of those uh, presentations he hears are crap. Um, and so he also knows a few things about marketing effectively. I'm stealing his idea here because he's basically right. Um, based on what we've been talking about in this podcast, there's a lot of, of the things he says and recommends in his, in his rule are pretty much spot on. Um, so he just, you know, a little background. He was also a member of the original Mac team at Apple. Uh, he eventually was Apple's chief evangelist. I think now he's the brand ambassador for BMW. Um, I think he's also the chief evangelist for a, a company called Canva. Uh, he's got his own venture capitalist firm, etc. Uh, and I think he, I think he wrote a book called I think it's the Art of the Start or something like that, a best-selling um, best-selling business book. Uh, the purpose behind the 10-20-30 rule was basically to help entrepreneurs pitch more effectively to venture capitalists. But that doesn't really matter. The rule is 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 good. Period. It works for everybody making presentations. Um, it doesn't matter if you're trying to win a client, presenting your staff, or making a presentation in an academic setting. Um, all of us have sat through lots and lots of poor presentations. Probably many of us have given really bad presentations ourselves. And we all kind of know what bores us. Um, and this rule helps us avoid really those bad presentations and those boring presentations. Uh, so the rule is 10, 20, 30. It's 10 slides. Never have more than 10 slides. So I get asked this question as a professor of communication studies all the time. How many more, how many slides do, should I have in a presentation? Uh, if you've been in, if you've been, if you've ever given an awful presentation, someone has raised their hands and said, how many more slides are there to go? Uh, and you kind of shamefully answer, well, there's like 20 more slides. Uh, no one asks the presenter how many more slides there are to go if the presentation is good. Uh, really, 10 is the perfect number of slides. Um, the other part of this is it goes hand in hand with the 20 rule. So the 20 part of this rule says your talk or your presentation should be about 20 minutes long. That means that you have two minutes per slide. So if you have a 10 minute presentation and 30 slides, it's totally wrong. If you have a 10 minutes presentation, you should have about five slides. Uh, 20 minute presentation is the ideal length of time. And that goes well with 10 slides, which gives us about two minutes per slide. Uh, he, um, um, Kawasaki gives us kind of what the 10 main slides ought to be and 
they might be surprising to some of you, but the first is a title slide. Second is a kind of problem slide. The third is what he calls a value proposition, what I would call the claim slide. Uh, the fourth is what he calls the underlying magic. The fifth is the business model. Sixth is the go-to-market plan. Seventh is competition. Eighth is management team. Ninth is projections. And tenth is current status. That's sort of not that important, uh, that particular structure, but it's interesting that he has a structure. It's interesting to note that one of them is just the title slide also. Um, and then it's title problem claim. I think it's that structure that all presentations, whether you're a business, uh, a venture capitalist or an entrepreneur or anybody else, title problem claim, a kind of underlying background stuff after the claim, et cetera. Uh, that initial structure is really helpful for, for slides. Uh, so TED Talks are given by the world, all the world's leading experts in pretty much everything. They're limited to 18 minutes. Um, some of the most earth-shattering concepts that we've developed in, um, in research in the last 20 years or so are explained in under that limit. So 20 minutes is two minutes longer than that. And you should ask yourself, should you deserve more than 20 minutes if it's 18 minutes to explain some of the most complex ideas and important ideas that researchers have developed in the last 10 or 20 years. I'd say in our age of social media, uh, we expect information faster and we believe that brevity is vital. Whether you like it or not, your audience is going to be habitually um, sort of uh, familiar with faster, briefer, <laughs> faster, briefer. You know, they're gonna read Twitter, they're gonna read Facebook, they're gonna read headlines, they're gonna want fast brief. Um, also, look, the other part of this is that human beings have short attention spans. Uh, so you don't want to test the boundaries of their attention spans. And it, keeping your any presentation within 20 minutes makes certain that you won't test the boundaries of their attention. Um, you can actually leave them pleasantly surprised at how you got through the main points of what you wanted to say without too much fluff and without too much extraneous kind of garbage. You're forced to focus on what's truly important when you introduce these time limits. Um, if you think about this also in terms of like an hour time slot, sometimes people are late, sometimes they leave early, sometimes there are tech issues, sometimes there's other stuff going on. Um, even if, so I, I tell this to you, even if you're giving an academic presentation, so I'm an academic, uh, when we hire someone, they give a job talk and we leave an hour and 15 minutes for the job talk. And what I tell potential candidates is that still, even if you've been allotted an hour and 15 minutes, the bulk of your talk should be reduced to 20 minutes and, and 10 slides. Now, in a job interview situation in academia, you would take a few minutes to say some things about yourself and your background and what got you interested in, and et cetera. And then you leave lots of time for questions or for starting late, et cetera. Um, so you still kind of f fit everything into that 10 slides and 20 minutes uh, content or rule. You just can add a few things on the back or front end of that. Um, 
when I teach my courses, I try not to, to not to talk, just so not to have myself talking for longer than 20 minutes in a row. So there's no lecture that's an hour long. I might lecture, I might give a mini lecture, but I'm conscious of the fact that when I'm giving a mini lecture, it should be about 20 minutes or less, like 15 to 20 minutes is, is what I'm going for before I stop, ask questions, engage in something more interactive with my students, etc. Why, why am I keeping all this framed with inside 20 minutes? Because I don't want to challenge the boundaries of someone's attention span. I want them to be able to follow what I have to say. And I want to, to recognize or pay heed to the fact that I can simplify or make sure whatever complex idea I'm trying to explain can be reduced to a 20-minute chunk so that the audience can understand or can, can follow. So I use the 20-minute the 20-minute kind of timeline to, to make sure my audience is, stays, kind of sort of stays with me. Okay, so 10 slides, 20 minutes. The third part of the rule is 30 font size minimum. So it shouldn't be news to you that too much text on a slide is a sin. Yet we still see it so often. I am very guilty of this. So I pack slides with lots of uh, words. The information on the slides is supposed to support what you're saying, not replace it. We read faster than we hear, so your audience will know what you're going to say before you even say it. And so I know I've personally read a slide and checked my phone while the speaker catches up to me when I'm reading after I've read their slide. If you have at least a font size of 30, then there's an automatic limit on the number of words you can have on the slide. And that's the spirit behind the rule. And there are a few legit, there are very, very, very few legitimate reasons to break that rule. If you want to hand out inf information after the presentation, then it doesn't have to be the same as what you've presented and you can use a smaller font size. So I've used before a slide deck for presenting and a separate slide deck for handing out afterwards in the past. Uh, and then they're both kind of optimized or, or edited for their unique purposes. So uh, it's worth remembering that there's no chance the audience will remember every word in all your slides. So if you reduce the information on the slides, you make it more likely they'll remember something of importance. And you've done a good job if even a few slides are etched into their, into their memory. But the 30 font part of the rule is also important because it reminds us that presentations are about human beings kind of sharing the same space and connecting with one another. They're not primarily information transmission events. So if you're loading your slides up, if you got more than 10 slides and they're in less than 30 fonts, so there's lots of words on it, what you're suggesting by, by doing it that way is that you have a lot of information to share and it's important that you share that information with your audience. Well, doing that, and this is why I like the 10, 20, 30 rule, doing that violates the basic the basic perception of good communication. So I've said throughout this podcast that communication is not about the transmission of information from me to you. It's about the effects that you have on others. It's about the capacity to build shared understandings. It's about the capacity to build relationships, uh, etc. So sticking to the 10, 20, 30 rule allows you to remember that you're not just there primarily for information transmission. So it may be the case that in your presentation, there's information that you need to share and your hope the audience leaves with that information. 
And that's certainly true. Like people don't just give presentations because they don't have anything to say or don't have any information that they want the audience to, to get. But by limiting that information, you're making sure that the, the most important bits of it are shared and you're giving or creating space for the other parts of the communication process that are more important than information transmission. So you're creating space whereby people can interact and engage with you and connect with you um, and whereby you can, can conceptualize the communication interaction as not just a matter of, of information transmission. So the, the font size 30 rule kind of reminds us of, of that kind of feature of the communicative process. Um, so in my view, the kind of 10, 20, 30 rule is logical and it forces us not to allow excess to creep in. And it forces us to create a space where information transmission is shared as a goal of communication with a relationship and shared under with the creation of relationships and shared understandings. Um, if you can be more efficient, then don't make it longer for the sake of making it longer. So in other words, if you can use less than 10 slides and talk in slightly less than 20 minute chunks and use an even larger font size than 30, then that's pretty good. Because the ten slide, the, the fewer than 10 slides you get to, it means it's even more of a focus on a few memorable points. Less than 20 minutes means you're being even more kind to people's attention spans. And a larger than 30 font size means you're letting your audience listen to your words instead of reading them. So the more listening your audience is doing and the less reading they're doing, the more likely they're able to connect with, with you and uh, build a kind of shared understanding with you, the more interactive or engaged the presentation will be. Um, so these are kind of, uh, the 10, 20, 30 rule is a kind of outside litmus test for um, for you that you can you can get under those those benchmarks and still be really really effective now with my own podcast I, I try and some and oftentimes I fail so the last episode was 23 minutes long um, I try really hard to keep the episodes at right about 20 minutes or just under 20 minutes sometimes they get to be 21 22 23 minutes they're a bit long um, but in, in some sense, I'm following that rule. I'm, I'm trying to be kind to the attention span of my listeners. I'm trying to boil whatever it is down to its simple features so that it is those things are most memorable. Um, and then I, I'm obviously not using slides, but I'm, I'm trying to foster a kind of connection with, with the listening audience. I'm not just trying to, to transmit information uh, to them. So the, the, that's the 10, 20, 30 rule. Uh, I think it's really useful and really simple to, to remember. Um, I wish everyone everywhere practiced the 10, 20, 30 rule. If I, we, everyone did, uh, my life would be better off. I'd sit in way less meeting, fewer meetings with fewer boring presentations that just go on and on and on forever. Um, I think the, the 10, 20, 30 rule is one of the most frequently violated rules in for those in leadership positions and for people trying to make persuasive presentations. Uh, in my view, 
people diminish their capacity to persuade others, the more in excess you are of the rule. So if you have 20 slides instead of 10, you are even less likely to persuade a person than it has 15 slides. So the further you get away from 10 slides, the less persuasive you are. The, the longer you talk beyond 20 minutes, the less persuasive you are. People will get confused. They might get annoyed that they're having to listen for so long. You're likely too confused to distill your main claims into simple arguments. And the more you're asking people to read dense material on a screen instead of engage with you and connect with you, the less persuasive you are. So if you've got a 10-point font with lots and lots of details and information on it, the less likely you are to be to be persuasive. So the further you get out from those benchmarks of the rule, the less persuasive you are as a, as a presenter. Uh, okay, so that's a really simple episode following up. Last week's episode was a little bit more complicated. Uh, that's the 10, 20, 30 rule. Use it when you're making presentations um, and stick to it in order to be more effective and more persuasive when you are making presentations. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back again shortly with another new episode.